Let's play What Am I Tapping? Is that your phone? There's no way you would even know. It's this silly pin that I got today. Oh, ooh, you oh. got a pin. More of a button. It's a button. There's a You didn't difference. get me a button? What did I tell you about getting me buttons? We, we when were you only given them? one. <laughs> I got one button. Well, I guess Nicole and I each got one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know. eBay. Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. Welcome. What episode are we on? 22? Uh, 20. I don't know about you, but... I'm feeling 22. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had to I do am. it. Also, I want to point out that you are scratching your head with your own hand today, so I don't know what happened to the scratcher. Oh, it's right here. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. I I'm, just, I'm so glad you found it. I was using... I had too many hands on too many buttons on things here. Oh, Lord. Trying to figure oh, it all out. Um, I've already had an exciting day, which I'm... Yeah, I'm of course I'm going to talk about, but before I ramble on, I'd like to hear how your life is going. My life is great. So uh, today, work, work has been a little slow for the summer, but today was essentially Christmas in July for the dogs. Oh. Because last week, their, both of their leashes broke, essentially, in the same week. So we got some new leashes. We got we had to get a specific leash for Winnie because she likes to bite the leash. Mm -hmm. She's one of those that likes to lead herself. Yes. It's really <laughs> annoying. So, so we got one that has like a chain attached to the bottom part of it. So when she turns around to bite it, it's a chain. Okay. Uh, but she's still, I, she, I think she likes the taste of the chain, but at least she can't break through it. <laughs> so we're like, well, whatever, at least she can't bust it. And then we got them a pooper scooper and I got some poop bags and a carrier for the poop bags. And then we got a nail grinder. Oh my goodness. They hate getting their nails clipped. Yes. Uh, he did say that Tango did fine. But Winnie, when you touch her paws, she acts like you're murdering her. Oh, my so goodness. she's very dramatic about it. So um, I actually saw a commercial for one. So maybe it looked like a, I don't even know, like a, almost like a, like a thick pen or something. Yeah. And you uh, like, kind of like dip their nail yeah. into it and it comes out like Yeah, but those animals, I'm, I'm pretty sure those animals are drugged up. Sedated. Like hev heavily yes. sedated. Or possibly <laughs> sleeping, one of the two. Um. Yeah, but he said Tango actually did fine and she's usually the one that hates it, so... And it took him a while to get Winnie's done, but she's fine. So we got nails did, and they got new leashes to sport today, and all the goodies. We've taught Reba to bite her own nails, so we don't have well, to. Well, they do. That. That's why. That's they not... chew, well, they do. They chew on their back nails, so oh. we almost don't ever have to really trim their back nails. But oh no! Instead, and we yes, would... we do walk them on pavement, just so people know. I was gonna ask because, like here, we have pavement or end or concrete, depending. And right. like sometimes she runs so fast that we think that she grinds her own nails a little bit sometimes, in yeah. a good way, well, a healthy yeah, they way. They do. Yeah. They do. A little bit. Uh, of course, it's the middle of the afternoon, so Reba's sleeping. That's what she does. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody does best, right? All the dogs are out there sleeping as well. But anyways, so nothing really else going on here. Just lots of Amazon packages. Oh. Um, just trying to focus on not you scratching yourself with that thing. Um, <laughs> but tell me about your day. Let's hear it. My day started out early because Nicole and I had the pleasure of doing a preview for the new Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Grand Destino Tower. The Grand Destino Tower. Um, it's awesome. So yeah. uh, you may have seen on the That Park Life Podcast Instagram account that I posted a photo of the exterior of the building and then nothing else. Because we. Were... here's mm -hmm. the thing, okay? They told us not to take photos. There were signs in the building, do not take photos, on the pamphlet that they handed out. I mean, like, you know, you flip it open, and on the bottom, as you can see, the little camera with the, the thing through it, since no photos are, are videographing. Actually, the signs in the building said no photography or live streaming of any kind. So and people were still doing it? People were taking photos. I mean, mm. everyone has a cell phone, right? Like, yeah. literally everyone has a cell phone. So, yeah. Um, how, can you, how can you monitor that? I, I don't know. Like, even if... How many people were in your tour group? Uh, it wasn't a group. It was a self-guided tour. So we were able to walk around on our own. So we took the elevator, which, by the way, get ready for, to hear me get excited about elevators. That's okay. the level of, of excitement I'm over this resort or this addition to the resort because it's going to blow your mind mm -hmm. um, or it'll lift you up. One of the two. So 
Um, you raise me up <laughs> inside the Grandestino Tower. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Is that what you were thinking? I am now. I can't get that that out of my head. So uh, I, I took some photos, okay? I'm a, call me a rebel. Oh, you did? Oh, I, I thought you were going to be like, but I left my phone in the car. I'm I like, didn't post anything no. because I don't want to get in trouble. However, if you search the hashtag Grandestino Tower, there are people I've been posting for a week because there are guests who are able to stay in it as what they're calling test guests. But that's them, not me. So I don't know. They're not necessarily... I'm not a guy. I didn't stay in it. We just... Where you are, so... Right. So, uh, just a little bit about this building. So, it's in addition to the Carnado Springs Resort. It is not a DVC thing. It is not a secondary resort with a new name. Yes, they named the building, but it's still all a part of Coronado Springs. Kind of, okay. well, I was going to say kind of like Bay Lake Tower, but technically that's its own resort. Um, and this building does have its own lobby and its own entrance. So, even though it's on the property of Coronado Springs, it's really its own thing. Okay. But when you go to book like a room on the website, you still click Carnado Springs and a tower room is what you'd be looking for if you want to book okay. this room as opposed to the other rooms that are available for you. Um, as soon as you walk in, you're right into the lobby, obviously, duh, but it's a two-story lobby. There's the ground level that you walk in on and a lower level, so you actually go downstairs um, once you're in it to where there's a uh, the Barcelona Lounge. Ooh, sounds fancy. Fancy business. It's actually really very nice. Like the whole the whole place is just so I can't wait to post these well, photos. I would hope it's, so. It's brand new. It's brand new. Well, I mean, it's a moderate level resort. And the reason why I say it's so nice is it felt a lot more like a deluxe resort. Okay. Um, so it was so nice that if you think about how I'm gonna say Port Orleans, French Court, and Riverside are in comparison, those feel like less than moderate, if that makes sense. It makes well, them feel like the, value. Even with the renovations that they've made to all-star you it feels different and they yeah are, and pop century and all-star movies have had that also well that the all-star movies is under refurbishment not complete but pop century is complete with the rooms but as far as like the lobby feeling uh, goes yeah. like caribbean beach they recently read it and it does feel much nicer so that's probably you know of the four moderate resorts the two portal are going to be certainly below now this new coronado building and uh in Caribbean Beach. But anyway, so the second, the lower level is is just an additional lobby space. I mean, it's a huge lounge. It's a grab-and-go breakfast in the morning, and then it turns into a lounge the rest of the day with a full bar and everything. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. You can tell this is a resort that was built with convention guests in mind. That's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. just there's a lot of, like, extra lobby space, if that makes sense, because, you know, okay. people waiting to check in or out or to meet up with their peeps. There's space right. for them to do that as opposed to, like, just kind of congregating in the middle of a lobby, you know, like it's just designated areas. But all of the seats in one waiting area have USB plugs in them. Like, I don't know if your airport does, but the airport here does, or at least some seats do, where you can, you can uh, charge your devices right while you're sitting. So that all does. Am I saying airport funny? You said airport. Airport. <laughs> What accent is that? Is that like yeah, a? No, I think it was just you were trying to get the word out so quickly, and oh, you know when you. I think, think I weird. just took on a weird New England accent. You'll hear it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we walked yeah. into this thing and we got our stuff, whatever, and then it was time for the elevators. And here's the thing: okay. we were a little confused about how the elevators work, but we learned, and it's awesome. So traditionally, if you want an elevator, you go up to the thing to the elevator, and there's a button that says up or down, and you press either up or down depending upon your destination. This instead has a display that lists every floor available to go to on the outside. And you choose what floor you want. So let's say we were going to the 16th floor, which is where the restaurant lounge is. So when you press the, the number 16, uh, it tells you on the screen which elevator to go to. It's uh, labeled like A, B, C, D, E, F, right? There's six elevators in this little hallway of elevators. So if we hit 16, let's say it said go to B. So it'll show you the map of right where you're standing. And it'll say like, it'll point as if to say back to the left of you. And that's where B is. So you go over to B, and that's the elevator that'll take you to the 16th floor. It's an elevator from the future. It is from the future, because if two or three people, let's say, are going in that general area, it'll group them together and put them all in this mm-hmm. one elevator going in the same Sorry. direction, the same distance. So that when you get on the elevator, as the doors open, on the side there's a panel, and that panel tells you which floor is this particular elevator car is going to. That's crazy. It is awesome. But then here's the thing. You get in the elevator, and there's no buttons. So you can't yep. just get in an elevator and last minute be like, oh, I want to, you know, everyone's in there going to the 16th and there's some idiot who's like, I want to go to the third floor. And then you got to like, wait, it just, <laughs> it, it's set. Once it's in, it's that's it. There's no changing it. There's that's the same crazy. door. I think there's a door open and close button, but no floors in there. Disney has created their own ride inside. Yeah, it could um, be. And maybe this technology exists somewhere else. I've just had never seen it before. 
Um, Disney's hottest new ride is the <laughs> Grand Destino Elevator inside the lobby. Kind of. And, like, you can tell there's a little bit of confusion in our old habits. Because, like, even though I knew what it was, every time I got in the elevator, I went to go press the floor button. Because it's what you do, right? You, like, you make sure your floor is chosen or you have to hit it so it's chosen. Come take the grand tour as you touch the screen <laughs> to decide which floor you want to go to. Want to go to 15? Touch the button. Where to go. That's crazy. Uh, I know I'm getting pretty excited about, about elevators. That. but no, that's pretty cool. It was I mean, awesome. Did you get any pictures of that? I did not. There was okay. a lot. Of, this was in the beginning where I was too scared to take photos yeah. um, before I saw everyone else doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that point, that's where all the cast members were. I mean, like. Yeah, they're right there, lead telling you pretty much how the elevators work, and then helping people, you know, to and from. Because there was, a couple you like of, raise your phone. You're like, could you say that one more? Yeah, time? one more time. Right into this microphone right here, please. I'm sorry, um, sir. Is that a <laughs> is that a camera? It could be. It's a cellular phone. Um, so we took the elevators up to a few floors. I got to see a couple of the rooms in the resort too, a different like variety of them. But the one that I thought was the most interesting was their king room. So it's just a regular room, let's say. It's not a suite of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the cast member inside the king room was saying, so they call it a king, not because it's like a king, king suite, bed? another burp, another week, another burp. Oh um, it's a king bed, but it's the only bed in the room. The sofa in the room does not convert into a bed. So, which I mean, why? why here's the thing. So the cast member was telling us that part of the feedback they've received from guests, constructive feedback, as okay. opposed to the word complaints, mm-hmm. um, was a lack of of comfort on the couch or the sofa in the room because they didn't need it to be a bed they just needed it to be a couch right um and this is of course a resort where they're housing or putting up a lot of convention attendees right so a lot of times it's just either one or two people in these rooms anyway and they don't need a second bed or if it's one they certainly don't need another bed what do you do with two beds or if you're like us when we were in college we literally packed like seven people in one room yeah no matter what (laughs) yes we just Um, snuck everybody in yes uh so, of course, now if you do that, you can't book fast passes ahead of time because you'd have to be I on know. the reservation. So they got you. But like, we're like, we need one more cot. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, so how many do you have, have in there? Cots. You only so... have three. <laughs> just leave it. Just leave it outside. Just leave it outside. You push them all together, you got yourself a king bed. So uh, that's what it is. So they just didn't want to have to have a room where there are unnecessary beds. So and they, so you're saying they made a they got more comfortable couches. Yes. So the couch okay. is designed to be a couch. Okay. Like a spork is neither a spoon nor a fork. It's a little bit of each, so it's not a perfect version of either one of them. How dare this, you talk about Forky that way? Well, I didn't haven't seen the movie, and I love sporks. I it's it. the one thing I miss most about Taco Bell is access to sporks. Assuming they still do, like they used oh, to I, always have. They used to do the spork. I don't know if they still do. Oh, I haven't I had know. KFC in years. Um, so the room is awesome. We saw a water view, so that really just means it overlooks the pool. But okay. Overlooking the pool really means you also have a theme park view, technically, because from that room I saw, by the way, whatever view is considered an upgrade as opposed to the other side of the building. Okay. But from my from that room, it's not my room, from that room, I saw uh, the Contemporary and Space Mountain, and I couldn't quite see Cinderella Castle, probably because it's maybe just a little bit shorter than space, but for sure you'd be able to see some fireworks in the sky yeah, at night. Yeah, there's got to be fireworks. Yes, like... um, for sure. But they don't call it a theme park view because you really can't call it that. <laughs> you really can't call it a theme park view because it's like in the distance. You know, right. it's like you can see yeah. it because it's Earth and that's how it works. But really, you are overlooking the water of the pool and the lake, depending on where you are in the building. Um, and it, by the way, it's a beautiful room. But the coolest thing in the room was the TV. Now, you're probably not going to be spending the entire time in the room to watch this TV. But it's a smart TV and sometimes... You know, smart TVs are like, well, what could it actually do? This was not an exclusive to the K-Ring. This is available in all rooms in the resort. But it's a TV that's already connected to the internet so much that it'll say, welcome, that Park Life podcast, when we go to check in. Like, it'll say it on the screen. Um, you also have the ability to use some built-in on-demand features. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in the resort, but you'll see, like, on the different channels, one of them would be, like, the bedtime stories. Yeah. Where it's just a photo of a character, basically, or whatever. It's like a story of whatever. You can have that on demand, so you can just pull up whatever story you want when you want it and watch it on the TV. I mean, like, and of course, it's a new room, so the TVs are gigantic. Right. They're huge. They're gigantic. Huge. I can't do it. I can't do They're huge. There we go. Thanks. So, um, but what was important to me, because, like, I'm obviously not that interested in that. And they do have the option to show you your photo, your, um, Oh, I kind of, that's the important one. That your uh, photo pass photos. 
So, like, if you're at the end of the night and you're in there with your family, right, you know, if you're in a king room, probably not in there with the family, but if you're in a larger room, you want to, like, go through your photos from the day, you can scroll through your photo pass photos on the TV so everyone, like, can watch it at the same time. All you have to do is take the chip that's been implanted in your wrist and you stick it in this little tray in the TV and then it shows you. <laughs> well, I think that it, I think you have to like link in some way. They didn't specifically say okay, how you like, link it. Well, I just figured it was another way that if your, if your uh, magic band's in the room with you, it's. Well, I think they know, well, they know what room you're in because they assigned it to you. I think they link it up that way. Like I think they oh, say okay. the so-and-so party is here. Anything that's on their account on my Disney experience cool. would show up here. It's, How it's just would cool... that be? Like, you come home and you get to see your pictures from the day. Yeah, because I know you can watch, look at it on your phone or if you brought a laptop or a tablet with you. But there's just something nice about, like, sitting back and watching it on a bigger screen to, like, go through your photos for the day. Right. Um, it also has built-in Chromecast functionality, which is okay. a big deal. Uh, hopefully you're, the nerd's ears just perked up for a minute. <laughs> because mine sure did when the cast member was saying this, because I, I used to be able to use a Chromecast in Disney rooms. But the okay. way that the Wi-Fi works now, you can't, at least I can. I'm not, you know... I'm not a uh, genius bar guy or what's what I'm looking for, geek squad guy. So, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it didn't doesn't work anymore. But now it gives you on-screen instructions and a certain way to do it there. So you can still stream your Netflix okay. through the TV or do whatever That's it is good. you use your Chromecast for. For those of you that have Chromecasts, I didn't, they didn't mention anything about Apple TV or anything. They just mentioned Chromecast. But it's cool. Um, yeah. You can also look at your Fast Passes for the day if you wanted to. But, I mean, you probably do that on your phone anyway. But it's a little bit more specific to you. Now, I have uh, I was there with... Um, some friends who have been to Elani and they said that's what it's like at the at least that was their experience there at that resort that TV did have your name obviously there are no fa- obviously there are no fast I mean, passes there for the money you're spending there I would sure hope so yes <laughs> um, it just was cool so it's a TV right yeah. but it, like it did a lot of cool things I am excited to see that come to all the resorts because I would like to go back to watching TV <laughs> Netflix right I need to watch another season of The Office while I'm at Disney. I don't do it at home. Got to do it while I'm at Disney. Um, we went up to the club level, which is probably the only time I'm going to be up there when it's not really open. You don't have to pay for it because, you know, club level rooms tend to be a little expensive. Um, and this was fancy, fancy schmancy because this was probably the, I don't know, the most fancy Scrabble board I've ever seen in my life. I took a photo of it. I'll be posting it. If you're like, well, Greg, how fancy can a Scrabble board be? Wait till I show you. It actually it was insane. Even their two deck of cards, decks of cards that they had there were fancy. They were in this like elaborate box that you had to open like a they cigar were box. Marble. <laughs> Basically, they did have a marble tic tac toe board by on the thing, by the way, with like gold plated, not real gold, but like gold um, X's and O's to play on the thing. And it just looked really nice. And the views are awesome. This uh, at that level is the fifteenth floor for the club level. Chronos Club is the name okay. of it. You overlook Hollywood Studios. You get to see Galaxy's Edge and obviously wow. the rest of the park. But, like, it's cool. It's yeah. a high. I mean, it goes up the top floor with the restaurant is 16th floor. Yeah. So, I like. going to ask how many floors it was. Yeah. It's it's pretty high up there. You can see a lot of stuff. That, that was probably the coolest part of the that tower was that the views that you're getting there, I feel like you never really get. Because you've been up high before. Like you and I went up to the top of the World Lounge at Bay Lake Wait, Tower. Different. It is different because you're you can see it plenty of the magic. We can see plenty of the parking lot, but you can see the Magic Kingdom. But that's about it. Whereas up in this tower, since you're kind of in the middle of the property, you can see like a bunch of Everything. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went up to the one floor up from the club level is the rooftop restaurant Toledo or Toledo if you want to mispronounce it. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. Now it's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna be a little expensive. Um, yeah. What I kind be- of food? I believe I heard the uh, cast member say that it is one credit on the dining plan when it opens. So at oh. least it's not, if that would mean it's not a signature dining experience, right? right? Um, the Toledo, I'm reading from the brochure, okay. taking its name from the renowned Spanish city, Toledo, which I think I've been to. Isn't that weird? I don't remember. It was either there or I'm pretty sure I went there. Uh, tapas, steak, and seafood. Classics. Uh, what's this? this is terrible. So it's a tapas restaurant. Basically, yes. And desserts. And all I really read was the desserts menu because, of you know. You did. Of, of course. course. Uh, it's beautiful. There are trees in the middle of it. Couldn't, the desserts. couldn't figure out if the trees were real or fake, but who cares? As long that as means, they're there. That means they're looking real good. Yeah, they were. Well, maybe they're also brand new and they've, you know. Did you get to go down to the pool? Um, I believe there is no separate pool for this resort. Um, according to oh, the map, there isn't the one. Okay. Just the regular Coronado pool. Okay. 
Which probably makes sense because, again, this is not exclusively for convention guests, but right, it's you know built, I'm going to say, with them in mind. And they're probably not going swimming. A lot of people at the pool. All their dad bods clogging up the pool. Um, didn't see the fitness center, but on the same floor of the restaurant is the lounge, the Dahlia Lounge. And that side of the building overlooks still, obviously, Walt Disney World property. But this is the like one of those rare times you get an overview of Blizzard Beach. Hmm. It's strange. Like you see all these like snow-capped yeah. fake mountains and stuff for uh, Blizzard Beach, uh, and well, that's it... awesome. It's a ton of space, like a ton of space, indoor and outdoor seating, a ton cool. of actual bar real estate there, just TVs and stuff, and like a lot of cool, comfortable, like posh-looking seating. So there have been some guests that are staying there now. When are? Uh, can you remind me when they officially open? A week or... from now, so it actually okay. opens July 9th. Um, okay. And I know there are still rooms available. At least the last time I looked. Sure. In the last 24 hours. Because, I mean, it's new and they're going to, you know, be filling it up. Um, You're like, Y'all, you guys going to be in Expedia? <laughs> <laughs> Hotels.com. You'll get me a last minute room. Uh, super cheap. I, it's, an, it's an awesome place. Like, the yeah. carpets are super bright. I mean, everything's brand new. So, you, like, you know, it's not even walked on. I mean, you, did you feel like the theming was good? Not over yeah, the top? Yeah, here's the thing, okay? I have this thing about resorts and theming and whether they quote feel Disney or not because I think that's too nebulous of a term or, or yeah. subjective like what does Disney mean to you in theming of a resort but for me a Disney touch to a resort isn't like big huge like actually drawn Mickey faces or movie elements it's right. little hidden Mickeys or smaller more subtle touches well um, and I feel like, and I feel like they use bright colors and yes that I mean, to it's... me is more important than like no offense to the all-star resorts the big giant like figurines yeah, yeah. of Disney it's right. just a different type of theme. So when people say, you know, sometimes the resorts aren't like Disney themed, I don't really know what they're, I don't even know if they know what they're saying, they're not, but like, I don't get it. Kitschy. They can't all be kitschy. Yes. And this is not, there are yeah. plenty, plenty of hidden Mickeys all, I mean, all over the, everywhere you look, there's a Mickey. Like it's all in like the ironwork of like on the, you know, like on the walls and stuff uh, in the carpet, there's some Mickeys and there's some strategically placed pieces of art that show that, you know, shape of Mickey, like that stuff. Timmy makes it a Disney resort. Strategery. Strategery. Oh, there's an old school <laughs> SNL reference for you. Yeah. Um, so I loved it, and I hope that I get to stay there one day because it was it was really yeah. very nice. Super exciting. Was that all you had? I feel like that was that was a good good overview there. Yeah. Um. One other new thing I did today was unrelated to this. After the tour, we went to Splitsville in Disney oh. Springs, not to bowl to eat. I've never been there at all. And all I've ever heard about this place is how good the food is. Okay. So it's what bowl- kind of food is it? Well, it's a bowling alley, right? Uh, Just to be clear. So, and I've gotten, like, I'm okay with it being a bowling alley and eating food there because it's it's Disney Springs and, like, right. of course there's food there. It's everywhere has food, pretty much. Um, but I have to say, my food was delicious. Can you eat there if you're not bowling? Yes, we weren't bowling. We just oh, went okay. in to eat. We just went in there to dine. What um, did you get? I didn't get anything fancy. I just got their blackjack chicken sandwich, which was blackened chicken, uh, lettuce, tomato, couple of different like very melty stringy cheese on top of it, guacamole on and bacon on a bun, and the crinkle cut fries. Um, and the friends I was with got the loaded fries to start, dipping it in the chive onion dipping oh sauce, gosh. which was like liquid sour cream and onion chips. It give was me good, give so me a good sauce, good. and I'm there. Oh my god, it was so good. I have to go back just for that. Um, for those of you with food allergies, or at least from uh, deluxe burger, uh, just different, just two different types yeah. of sauces. Yeah, gotta depend. See, you know, depends on what mood you're in. Definitely not as thick as that sauce. That was a little bit more runny. Um, the menu happened to label everything that was gluten free for those of you with a gluten allergy, um, which was really handy. The desserts mm-hmm. looked good. We didn't get a dessert. Um, I did, however, have a sample of a brand new liquor liquor i don't think oh boy so here's the thing i don't i don't really drink right and i'm not by the way not because i can't i just i don't don't, for whatever reason i don't really drink yeah we don't um they wrote over a sample for us because we had like the people as with happen to know the people who work there so um it was a peanut butter whiskey they didn't even know the guy had no idea. I'd never met this like, guy. Stop it. Don't tell me. He couldn't Don't. have known. But here's the yeah. thing. So you're an adult. You tell me if you agree with me. He brought over like three tumblers, like, you know, like a regular tumbler size with okay. not a lot of liquid in it. I mean, like you okay. can tell it's a sample sip of something. Yeah. But he just puts it down. And he's like, all right, guys, try this. And the two other people I'm with were like, oh, okay. And I'm like, can you just please tell me what this is? Like, I'm not just <laughs> going to put a liquid in my 
mouth. He's I don't like, know. It's alcohol, you drink it. Well, like I know it was, I knew it was alcohol, but like I, I was very hungry, did not have a lot to eat, mm. and I was feeling kind of like I was getting hangry and a little lightheaded. So I'm like, I probably should. I need to yeah. know like what is the content of this. He probably class. didn't want to tell you because he wanted you to say that tastes like peanut butter, which is fine. But he's not a sommelier, right? Like this is not a fancy place where he's collecting all these how things. Do you know, how do you know he's not working through sommelier? courses right well, one because it was not wine it was whiskey <laughs> but um and it's splitsville right it's a bowling right. alley let's let's be serious by the way it was delicious it was mm. amazing and i got so drunk and wasted no i uh <laughs> i told him i was like listen i this is the most alcohol alcohol oh my god maybe i am drunk you are drunk oh my god that was like six hours ago that's the most alcohol had <laughs> like a long time in a long time and that actually was the most alcohol i've had in a long time uh but it was it was I'm really curious, good. So I guess you would just have that over the rock, like on the rocks. You wouldn't. I mix want it the, with what it. they're doing, like, and they're experimenting with it. Was they were creating like a supplemental drink to go with it that okay. was like essentially like a berry or a grape flavor. Yeah. For it to be a peanut butter and jelly drink, um, and what they were coming up with, with how he was describing it with different types of berry drinks and stuff, it sounded really good. Have you ever had um, a peanut butter and jelly beer? No. There's a really good one. There's a place in Charleston called Edmonds Oast, and they make one that's phenomenal. Oh my goodness! Super good. I remember, um, and the first time drinking it, you're like, "What? What? It's just <laughs> weird. It's just weird how the flavors that they put in beer now, but is delicious." Oh my gosh! So I don't know how long that peanut butter beer. I think the name of the company was Screwball, S K R E W B A L L. You can get it at the bowling alley at the Splitsville. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going oh. there to get that peanut butter whiskey. And now that you say it, that might be why it's called a screwball. Um, then I wasn't thinking about it. I was thinking about my food. But food was excellent. By they're, the making, way, they're making billiard puns. Oh, <laughs> I see now. Um, they are known, incidentally, for their sushi there at the bowling oh. alley. And that's they're, what one of us had ordered. I know it's a little, okay, sushi at a bowling <laughs> alley. But it was really very i didn't have the sushi but my food was really good everything looked well prepared i was watching the trays of food go by everything looked awesome and were what i had was delicious bowling? uh it wasn't very crap don't forget it's, it we went during the week on you know it was a weekday and you know i mean it's I can't say it was crowded yeah. um but i don't know how many people are going bowling on their vacation as opposed to maybe locals or something so it's there is still a even though it's summer there is still definitely a difference between weekday disney springs and even right. weeknight Disney Springs versus weekend. True. Um, just because there are so many people who live in the area and who may not have tickets and they go to Disney Springs as part of their like Disney experience. Yeah. Because it is gratis to go there. Anyway, I had a, had a, having a great day so far. I can't yeah. really complain. And now we're doing this podcast, which, you know, I'm pretty cool. So you get to hang out with me. Well, here's the thing. So we kind of like buried it in our last episode all the way at the end. But our Patreon account is live. Yes. And if you feel the need to see us while we record, that's your way to do it. Scratcher. I mean, I know some of y'all out there really want to see the scratcher. I'm not actually sitting on it, which is really weird. There are (laughs) ways to do that. Um. I mean, it's just like it's got a happy face on it. So uh, on Patreon, you can search for That Park Life Podcast. As you're typing in the search bar, That Park Life, you'll see we'll pop up right there. And that's your way to get in on seeing us as we record and some good stuff that you can't get anywhere else. You do get a welcome right. package. Sent Join us. You. Yes. Um, but anyway, I think it's time for uh, some news. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. Every time. Do you want to start this off? Yes. And just said Greg. yes, and don't say anything. Go, um, Greg. Let's stay at Disney Springs for a minute. So we'll talk about Cooks of Dublin, which I have never talked about because I've okay. never been because I haven't seen anything on the menu that I really want to go try. However, they just updated their menu and now have added five or so, a handful of burgers and sandwiches to their menu. And some Seven. of these are interesting. So okay. this is a like a th- that fish and chips place thing that's like attached to the Raglan Road restaurant mm-hmm. um, in Disney Springs. Uh, they added a couple of burgers on there. Some of these have let me you tell me how these names sound. There's one called the Beast. There's one called the Beauty. Uh, they're they're both burgers. Um, the Beauty is a grilled sirloin burger with. B- Bally Bally Malo gourmet ketchup. I didn't know there was such thing as gourmet ketchup. I just thought it was like there's like gourmet anything. Like squeezed tomatoes and some sugar and right. salt and stuff. Right. Um Dubliner cheese. 
garlic mayonnaise and mixed greens. See, that sounds delicious. Uh, the beast sounds like you're about to eat a bison burger. A bison burger. Um, the, makes- well, the beast is a hand-battered sirloin burger. Now, battered with what? Garlic mayo, that same type of cheese and mixed greens. So I guess the difference there is... The you had me a garlic on. mayo. Yes. Uh, the brave, oh. which I guess could be like a Merida thing. I, I don't know. Merida. Um, it's the brave. It is a buffalo tossed fried chicken with oh. cashel blue Irish cheese. So if it's red like oh. Merida is from brave, that would make sense. That's like a good subtle tie in. Like yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, the enchanted, which is something I would try chicken breast, chicken chipotle aioli. I just, every time I think of the office where have you, do you have, did you watch the office or no? This is Joe going to be lost on you. Did I watch the office? Yes. The question is. How many times have I watched it already this year? <laughs> so uh, there's the episode where I, when they after they merged, there was the newer employee with the baby. And then yeah. Milk, uh, milk, which is where I'm, what I'm getting at. Michael was like, may I? And as if to say, can I hold your baby? But he actually yeah. meant, can I do the look who's talking thing? And he's <laughs> yeah. underneath the desk and he's like, yeah. you know where milk comes from? Breasts. <laughs> Every time I laugh. <laughs> anyway, so this is a grilled chicken breast. Chipotle aioli, crunchy red cabbage, the incredible burger. Let's see what they did there. Is another one. It's just more beef. Irish whiskey barbecue sauce. It's just more beef. Oh, actually, that sounds great. The incredible is a grilled sirloin burger with Jameson Irish whiskey barbecue sauce, an onion ring, Dubliner cheese, and arugula or arugula. Twelve ninety five. I don't know if that comes with a side, but like that sounds great. And then and then the Marvel. That one's a little more on the nose about which okay. one. Uh, fried chicken, pickled red onions, and bacon jam. All Honestly, all of these sound pretty bacon good to jam. me. I'm going to have to... I think I'm going to have to... Uh, Maybe we should make that jam. one of our spots for when we come in town. That could be. Let's do it. What is the name of this place again? <laughs> uh, Cooks of Dublin. And Cooks is C-O-O-K-E-E-S. Oh. Well, I will stick with the food here. Um, so maybe you have heard, maybe you haven't, but they're opening a new barbecue restaurant because yes. Mer- America, oh, y'all. Here we go. It'll be in America. It's featuring craft brews. Uh, they're also going to debut at the American Adventure in Epcot. Uh, it just says later this year. There's not a set date for that yet, but my favorite is the name. It's going to be called the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. <laughs> um, I just I feel like there's no other way to say it. The Regal Eagle. Let's go down to the Regal Eagle. <laughs> How do you feel about this? I know this is a new segment and we're really just offering opinions, but... Yeah. Let me, uh, right, well, let me read what it's okay. going to have. So craft drafts, which everybody loves craft beer. Yeah. Uh, well, not everybody, but most people. Um, barbecue, this will take place at the Liberty Inn. Um, and they're going to have, which that's going to close on July 8th. Sorry, guys. Yes. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's but the new location, this is straight from Disney Parks blog, by the way. Uh, the new location will be a modern barbecue smokehouse with all the accompanying sights, sounds, smells, and flavors you love, including a large smoker prepared, uh, preparing fine food every day right in the pavilion's promenade so they're gonna have i guess a big smoker out there yes means everyone's gonna smell it that's walking around and it's gonna be amazing yes and i hope Uh, the big smoker is not like this big lady with a cigarette coming out of her mouth being like what do you want (laughs) with smoking meats over here (laughs) uh so they are redesigning the patio um yeah that's pretty much all the details they gave us for right now Yeah, not a whole lot of detail but how do you feel remember i do remember i want to say the last time we were there this year that they had kind of started do, doing some things over there on the patio. They hadn't closed it off yet, but I noticed that they were already, um, like getting it ready, prepping maybe. Well, they were, I feel like they were jackhammering some of the, the brick up. Could be. And I remember thinking, I wonder what they're doing here. And that's it. So, so I don't know about you, which is a sentence I said earlier in the day with a different context. Um, I haven't really had a good meal at Liberty Inn. So if you've had a good meal, I'm happy for you. I'm not saying that there's no such thing as good food at Liberty. And I just, my own personal experience did not include walking away from that quick service restaurant, which by the way, we are talking about our favorite park quick service quick restaurants service. coming up. This was not on my list. It would have never been on my list. They've changed the menu a few times and I, I didn't even like their specialty cupcake. Now, you know, oh my gosh. it doesn't take a lot How really to impress that. me. Um, I think Doug said that they had eaten there once and it, it was just, I mean, it's, it's like, okay. It, 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 but, right? I mean, barbecue, they have, they have an opportunity to, to make this to really knock it out of the park. Yeah. And I think yeah. they're going to, I mean, for the festivals, they often have a smokehouse style booth right outside the American pavilion, right outside the Liberty right. Inn anyway. So now it just seems like it's going to be brought inside and it's popular. There are always, it's a long line usually. Well, and the question is, I mean, the, the barbecue is 
you you can mess barbecue up like yes. you can make it real bad so hopefully um you know hopefully they're going to take care of that and it's not going to be bad it can't can't be as bad as their current we'll menu. be we'll be the judge of that yes. um i'm excited uh but worst case scenario you go hang out and have some craft beer and it's just, just don't go place. to it well know. it's just another place for you to drink around the world i yes. mean I mean, if you think about how the other pavilions offer food that, as far as I can tell, do represent at least some aspect of real culture there. I'm not saying that everything you get in the Japan Pavilion is exactly what it's like in the entire area of Japan, but like it's it's some piece of it. What did the American Pavilion offer that would be comparable to that? Well, you know what wasn't, I'm saying? wasn't the menu just kind of like revolutionary type? It was nothing. No, it was like for a while it was just like burgers and fries and hamburgers oh, okay. and stuff. And then it evolved a little bit. And they got a little fancier that it had a red, white, and blue salad, which is like, I don't know. Like that's not a slice of America to They're me. Like, We've added a cob, America. Yes. <laughs> Whereas barbecue food, the way that we prepare it, is like a food that like as that is, isn't really found elsewhere. I'm not saying other countries right. don't have barbecue food. I mean, right. what, like what we think of barbecue, like that's an American thing. Correct. You know, correct. So I, I think that's that a better true. idea than just some things that, that were themed patriotically. I don't know. I mean, the only other thing to do would be to add a McDonald's in there. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's very America. So. Or just make it a Starbucks. That's very America. That's very true. But they already have one, remember? <laughs> well, I know. That's true. And the second one. Yeah. What um, else you got? The Epcot character spot is closing. I think we had talked about this before about it possibly closing, but Disney officially uh, <laughs> they officially I'm announced. Words today. I'm a bre- I'm a breathing cuz I don't have time. Hashtag #afished. Um hashtag #afished. They uh, officially announced it will close as of September the 8th to okay. make way for whatever the new vision of Epcot includes over there. Of course, um, that would mean that Mickey, Minnie, Daisy and Goofy have to move. They will move throughout the park in different spots. But Mickey and Goofy are going to wind up at the Imagination Pavilion, guessing once the Wreck-It Ralph thing leaves there and goes into its new home. Um, but you'll still be able to meet, um, I think, the that gazebo thing in the World Showcase. So as you're entering World Showcase, if you go to the left, there's a gazebo there. For a while, that was the uh, Duffy meet and greet, if you remember that. Okay. Um, and they use that for other parts of, uh, during other festivals and stuff or whatever. But that I think you can meet Daisy there, I want to say. So they'll be spread out to the thing. Uh, that article did not mention where Baymax, Sadness, and Joy are going to go. They're on the other side of the hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go over the walkway and back into the other building to uh, to have met them. But that was all, that's also closing. But they did not mention where they'll be met, where you can meet them. So we're waiting here on that. I'm sure they're probably still figuring it out mm-hmm. themselves. Okay, I've got a few more here. So reservations are now available for the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So they're opening a Bibbidi Boppity over there on August 6th. Um, this will be just like their other existing locations um, at Disney World and Disneyland, actually. So uh, it's ages 3 to 12 can go. Uh, girls and boys can also have the experience there. Um, they're going to be introducing a new package called the Carriage Package. Oh. This includes a specialty-themed T-shirt. Oh. So see what that'll be. From Etsy? Uh, probably. <laughs> Because they will also begin offering four new stylish hairstyles and customizable options um, in an expanded assortment of Bippity Boppity Boutique inspired products. So these products include a spirit jersey available in adult and youth sizes. Oh my goodness. Any ear headband, magic band, and other accessories to enjoy, all of which can be purchased separately from any of the packages. Oh, they're really making this a boutique this time around. Yeah, they're like, they're doing it up. I need a Um, new stylish hairdo. What do you think they can do with the four strands of hair left on the top of my head? glitter on it and you just go <laughs> spray you paint know? it you can't go wrong with the glitter that's true so yeah i thought that was cool i did not know that they were opening one at the grand floridian but i had heard but i still don't know where yeah i it did not it did not say exactly where in the building it was yeah i'm sure they'll have plenty of signs oh but... yeah i'm sure you're not gonna be able to miss it i mean it I makes mean, sense because like it's a good addition as an adult like let's say you're there for a wedding but you want like the i know it's for kids and adults kind of but like it's mostly for kids right yeah so like the kid gets to get done up the way that like the bride does her. I don't know. I think it's cool. It's a cool spot to offer it because like and that you get to. That I mean, it's think about. I mean, think about how many flower girls maybe. Yes, come through this. that's kind of like, what I was thinking. So I bet yeah. you now it's a whole thing probably. You now. could bring your own dress in if yeah. you're a flower girl and have them like do it up and I don't know. I think that's awesome. And that's one of the few places you get to ride a Cinderella style horse and carriage yeah. thing. Right. Um, imagine going, getting done up as a, you know, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and taking a ride on that. Like, that's a cool experience. It's going to cost us some money, but it's a cool yeah. experience. Well, and I'm curious how many 
maybe like flower girl type girls that they've had that have gone over to the park and done the boutique and then come back or disney springs yeah it's a bit it's or a disney bit springs. of a trek I mean, the grand floridian you it, might as well say yeah i don't know yeah, but just, you never know there, um okay i have a couple more here do you have any more no i'm gonna okay. yawn though <sighs> so this one i'm gonna talk about i'm excited about it's disney parks live if you haven't heard i love this it's a youtube channel it's hashtag disney parks live they're gonna do fourth of july fireworks live from the magic kingdom uh, just told Doug earlier I would like to watch that because we're probably going to be watching Stranger Things. Because <laughs> oh yeah, it's coming out. I got to catch up. Stranger Things comes out and uh, it's good. it's called Disney's Celebrate America, a Fourth of July concert in the sky. That's the new season of Stranger Things. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> the fireworks they will start. It says the streaming will begin at nine thirteen p.m. Oh, the fireworks the start at nine fifteen, so they're really cutting okay, the close. I was like, I don't know why they said nine thirteen, but. I like watching those. I think they're fun. And yeah. I'm like, well, let's just watch Disney. Like, why would we not want to watch Disney yes. fireworks in July? I'm sure people, I don't know about you, but we live in the world of HOA Facebook pages. And ours usually likes to go off when it comes to fireworks because people freak out. <laughs> I'm like, guys, we had like all these postings from New Year's Eve because it was like nine o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock. You can't get mad at people. Like, it's America and... <laughs> It's New Year's Eve. Like, that's just how it, it is. is. It's frustrating. Expected, expected. A little so, bit. Because um, what's the okay. cutoff? Because, like, you know, we have work the next day, or at least Nicole okay. does. Yeah. And it's not so I much her being kept awake. It's little Reba who can't handle mm-hmm. the fireworks. I would say, like, past midnight, it's kind of annoying. Yes. See, I would you know? say, like, 10 o'clock. Only because um, what's the point? Like, no one like, cares that you have one firework you can set off every three minutes because you're not a real-life production. That you have to... It's super annoying. We actually have some friends in Charleston that they, I mean, he spends a lot of money oh, yeah, and does, does his own big thing. And, it like, it's a whole show. He has it, like, hooked up to a um, a remote thing, and he presses the button, and it goes. I mean, Oh, it's, my I was, gosh. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, what is going on here? And then it literally goes off for, like, 15 minutes. Does Tinkerbell fly? Not not no, this year. Not this year. We're gonna get him. I mean, I mean her for next year. Oh boy. Um, um, I've got right, one what, more. Good, yeah. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about was, I don't know if you've heard the rumors, but there have been rumors, and we're gonna talk about rumors. But there were rumors that Disney was gonna take away the Country Bear Jamboree and put something else in there. Um, Disney Parks blog has confirmed that that is not true. It's just a rumor. It's not going anywhere. Uh, they are looking forward to the 50th anniversary celebration, which is coming up on October 1st, 2021. So no worries there. It was just a rumor. Just a rumor. Listen, I've thought, I've been thinking long and hard about this. Okay. So you may know, I've heard of some YouTubers that have drama, like the James Charles, Tati Westbrook stuff. That might not be on your radar, but that was like a big deal. People like cared about it, right? Oh, yes, yes. And like going back before that, there was like, why is Taylor Swift and Katy Perry upset with each other? Or anybody that's ever come into contact with the Kardashian. Like there's always been a feud, right? And I've cared about- um, Kanye West. (laughs) Yes. I have never cared about any of them the way that I cared about a certain uh, news website and the Disney Parks blog. He who should not be named. Yes. Um- I have, however, I've been, by the way, I've been living for it, right? There was like a, a day and a half where like I was walking around smiling. I was doing that thing where you jump in the air and click your heels together. You're so, just waiting for responses like, okay, yes. who's say something that, now? That said, I don't know how to talk about it without sounding ne- so negative on the website, not Disney Parks blog. Right. So ultimately I'm choosing, I think, not to talk about it. But the most interesting thing about all of this, and I have to give a little bit of background, what is that they reported that rumor that the Country Bears might be closing it, this specific of the Country Bears. And then when Disney said, by the way, that's just a rumor, we're not closing it, they then took that as we saved the Country Bears. Thank you for uh, reaching out to Disney. Gotcha. So I can't help but I LOL'd, okay? I just I actually right. laughed out loud when I read that headline, or it actually was a sentence in the article. Um and I don't know how it makes me so uncomfortable. That means that they've managed to convince their readers that they actually did something. Right. And that bugs me because. Well, they... it's a slippery slope because if you start saying rumors, I mean, anything can be a rumor. Yes. Just to, just to get clicks. Yeah. Now there are a lot of rumors that well, they end up being true. I'll give them that. But it's like, well, none, like if this wasn't confirmed anywhere, like where did it come from? And cause I know, 
you know, everybody's got inside sources. Yes. But still, and I thought it when uh, when I messaged you, I was like, I was always under the impression that like Disney Parks blog is you don't mess with them. They don't, and they don't play games. They right. they, like, they they do like, like the we don't negotiate with terrorists thing. Yeah, like they just don't yeah. even partake. They don't participate. The fact that they had called them out and then they rebuttaled, I was like, oh, oh, oh I was I was oh, eating gosh. popcorn. I couldn't it's handle very it. Intense. So I guess it's ultimately, if I had to walk away from this situation with one thing, and I don't want to make like this to be more dramatic than it is, is that by yeah. the way, since that one particular website posted their rumor about two beloved pavilions closing in Epcot. That's when I decided to stop visiting that website completely. I just don't I just don't go anymore other than to read these articles between them and the Disney Parks blog, but I've stopped. Um because I just don't I it just something was rubbing me the wrong way about the timing of those um articles. The whole fight didn't even start with the article. Like it wasn't even a country bear thing. It was a the tiki birds, yeah. It was the tiki birds. Yes. They responded then, to the tiki birds they were first. Like, well you didn't say anything about country bears, by the way. It's and like, then oh they just, guys and then they like, took their hand Disney park blog they just took their hand up and did, did one big b slap across their pretty face much, pretty much anyway so that's that's the short version if you really want to hear how i feel about it feel free to reach out because i'll tell you feel free to reach out maybe that'll be on the patreon <laughs> yeah maybe greg's gonna, gonna go rant live. you're gonna go live on the friends and family i'll do it if you want to rant patreons patrons patreons look i know some of you don't like us to be negative on here but sometimes we can be sassy well, here's the thing. Like, I, it's just, it just has been. Ru- the, oh, okay, you know what? I'll say it. I'll tell you why it's rubbing me the wrong way. Because it's, I don't think they're bad people. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's some things I just was really irritated by some of their. But I, instead of becoming negative about it and complaining about it and then hate reading, have you ever hate read something like I oh, hate yeah. this, but I'm gonna keep reading it. I decided to remove it. The way that I block so many people on Instagram if I decided I don't like them anymore. Boom, block. That's a different story for a different day. Let's talk about, do you have any other news items? We're going to jump into some history. Feel free to reach out to see if you're blocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that you... was it. Those okay. were all my snugs. All right. Uh, let's go way back to 1994. So this week in 1994, Innoventions need, opened. Like, introduce what we're doing. I said we're going to some history. Oh, it's our history. Okay. Great. Yes. We have no well, like music for it. So it's like. We do, need to get some music do, do, for that. Do, 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 history, guys. Hey. We're going we're gonna to work on that, guys. Okay. Uh, 1994, Innoventions opens at Epcot at the Walt Disney World Resort. Oh, you don't have a sound clip for that? I do. It's so funny you ask. Wait, is, did you actually know? I didn't mention that I had oh, a sound I clip for it. I did not know you had a sound okay. clip. <laughs> knowing you. So I went way back to, you know, thank God for YouTube because. It's literally like typing in 1994 Epcot and boom. And now I have a clip of audio, but here's a little slice of what it sounded like. This was like their introduction. It's a a short clip. It's about 30 seconds, but it's worth it. This is what uh, they use to introduce Epcot to the nation. Can't wait. A brand new attraction is coming to Epcot 94. It's called Innoventions, and it focuses on all the new technology that's just about to improve our lives expand our horizons and fuel our imagination it's about the gadgets the gizmos and the mainstream technologies that are going to be important to all of us by the way that guy does have mang- mangy hair maybe that's what i'm looking for uh he's just a big nerd we'll have when they come to epcot that they are going to see something that they haven't seen before. mangy is that the word i'm looking for yes i don't know where you got mangy from. <laughs> i was just mispr- mispronouncing Shut my own through the clip greg <laughs> I just, I needed to give you the visual. You know uh, what I was waiting to hear in that clip? What? Seven Doors Mine Train. <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, I deleted I deleted that little bit of me saying Seven Doors Mine Train. Uh, I will say that guy had the original narrator guy. Yeah. I really, I really like his voice. There's something about it that I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know who he is, where he is. Hopefully he's still alive, but. I loved it. Was I, uh, am I turned on by his voice? Sure no. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um, uh, 1994, so that was uh, quite some time, 25-something years ago. I don't know why I tried. Why do I try to do math? I always get it wrong. I think I was right there. It was 25 years ago. Obviously, it doesn't exist now, and it's even being further demolished for the new the new era of Epcot. Is that a, is that a rumor, or is that true? I'm just no, saying. that's true. That part's true. Okay, well, I'm going back to 1975. Ooh. At Walt Disney World, the Wedway People Mover, a futuristic way of shuttling people around Tomorrowland, opens. I almost so, wore my Wedway shirt today. So it was originally called Wedway. Um, they did this did say that the difference between ours and the Disneyland one was that ours was actually sponsored by the Edison Electric Institute. Oh, fancy, fancy. I, I need to look up. I don't remember what year it changed, like the name changed, but. 
Um, in the 90s, I want to say it changed to... Uh, 1994, let's just say. It. Something like that. Who knows? It was a good year. Um, you know how much I love the People Mover. I feel like I've, I've spoken enough about it. I actually almost put on my People Mover shirt, but today I have my Happiest Place on Earth shirt, which you and I can't really see. Oh, if I you see were watching it. on video, you could see this. Um, but the the letters for the word happiest are actually just chicken nuggets and fries. Gotta love the nuggets. <laughs> but anyway, um, one of the items of feedback we received on our survey, which is still available at thatparklifepodcast.com if you want to weigh in, um, most people said the length of our episode was either just right or not long enough. Right. And we've taken quite a long time to get to our main topic today. I so know, we're going to do it. Hopefully it's not too much. You guys are like turning us on. Oh, God, I'd rather go to work. No, I don't um, think we're going to talk like really super, super in depth here. We're just kind of giving our, our top yeah. five. Um, I do have the reasons why I chose these as a top yeah. five because there's, there's of course, that, you know, there's got to be a reason why my number one is number one. So if you're ready, I think we're good to talk about our top five quick service restaurants in the parks. Top five quick service restaurants. <laughs> um, and I wanted to make sure that it was park specific because one, it gives us an opportunity to talk about out of park or non-park stuff. Um, but one, we're that park life. I want to make sure we're talking about that park life. And, um, and two, Doug and I don't really know too much outside of the park. So that worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty much well, always in the dang parks. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's probably why you're on that park life podcast. Yeah. And so, I did feature your list and I don't think we have one crossover. So oh, do we? I didn't look yeah. at your list. Uh, yeah. I choose a life of surprise of surprise. So, uh, kick us off. Tell me your number five. Number five, not to be confused with Mambo number five. Uh, it's Casey's Corner. I okay. think it's a, it's a classic spot. Now, where is that? It's I'm kidding. In, I know where that is. <laughs> it's in Magic Kingdom, if you don't know. It's at the very end of Main Street, <laughs> to the left. Uh, one thing I love about Casey's Corner is you can get to it through the Emporium. Yes. So we always pretty much use it to cut through to get, like, if we don't want to walk down Main Street or something's going on, we always cut through the Emporium. Yes. Agreed. Um, but I, it's just classic. It's like, hey, you want a hot dog? Uh, my favorite is the corn dog nuggets. Oh. They got rid of them for a while, but they are back. So they have really great French fries. They, I mean, from time to time, they're doing like specialty hot dogs, stuff like that. But I just think it's like a good classic. You just want, you know, it's sometimes you just want like a burger and fries or yes. whatever. It's like, hey, let's get some, I'm going to get some corn dog nuggets and some fries. And or a hot dog. Hot dog. And they just want to get a hot dog. <laughs> Um, I've only eaten at Casey's like once well, in okay. the past like 10 years. You need to try it again. I know. Well, no, this was recently. This was in the last like six months or so. Oh, good. Um, All right. What's your, what's your top five? My number, number five is the Backlot Express over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Here's the thing, right? The atmosphere is unique, mm -hmm. if not completely bizarre. Right, because it it's just a bunch of random things. Yeah, why do I like that so much? I think about that all the time anywhere else, and I'd be like, "Who would eat around this actual crap?" Right? Because there's this like, is refuse. So it's so themed that it's not themed. Well, that and like, there's just something old school and nostalgic about it. So yes, I'm choosing a restaurant for its nostalgia, and if you don't like that, you can go somewhere else. So um, it's the planet Hollywood of Hollywood Studios. Kinda, yeah. I think of it as a ghost of Hollywood Studios past. Okay. Right, because it's like it still has that old MGM vibe, you mm -hmm. know, with the theming of it. Like the chairs are the same probably as they've ever been, and like it still has that movie thing. And I'm not like I don't get butt hurt about how it's no longer a studios anymore, yeah. or the old MGM thing. Fine, but like this is a nice little like nod to its past. Mm -hmm. um, but I do also like the food that I get there, and they've gotten, I guess you could say, more creative with some of the dishes they're offering. There are Star Wars themed things, which are kind of going away because Star Wars is getting right. its own area. Obviously, uh, their cupcakes are pretty good over here too. Hashtag um, Star Wars Studios. Self-service drink stations are always handy because it is very yes. nice to be able to fill up my water without having to go ask for a cup uh, of water at the counter. Yeah. I really do appreciate that. So that's why it's my number five. Number five. Okay, my number four is the uh, La Cantina de San Genel. Oh. Uh, that's over in Mexico in the Epcot Pavilion. And one, I like it because they never skimp on the alcohol there. So if you get a margarita, <laughs> it's going to be real good. Okay. Uh, I like to get the nachos. I think they're delicious. There's a little outside kind of gazebo mm -hmm. area seating. If it's really hot, that's not great. But <laughs> usually the times that we go, the weather's pretty nice. So I like that little area over there. It's just nice to sit and kind of chill and get your get some quick food. See, this is and why then, I like doing these lists because I have not eaten there. And I, it's not even on my radar. So maybe I should try I it out. I mean, because it's, you know, it's Mexican food. And I feel like it's really hard to kind of screw that up. Yeah. So it's just great. Like if you want Mexican, it's a great place to run and get some food. 
All right. My number four is also in Epcot over in the Land Pavilion is the Sunshine Seasons. Uh, I had to put this on my list because the food there definitely is a different set of food options. I don't even think they serve French fries there at all. Because I know there's still like this common, I'm going to say misconception, that all part food has to just be burgers and fries or hot dogs and chicken nuggets and fries, but everything fries, fries, fries. But they don't offer any of that stuff. They don't have burgers, hot dogs, or fries. It's like the healthier options, I feel. I yeah, it's it. more, definitely more fresh ingredients. You can tell some of the ingredients come from the living with the land area. Yep. Like it, uh, I normally get their sweet and sour chicken, their mm-hmm. rotisserie turkey club. Um, again, none of these things served with fries, obviously. Nicole usually gets their uh, grilled chicken Caesar salad or a salmon dish with like really good potatoes. And a, I think it's asparagus. Normally it's green beans. There's like um, an Asian noodle dish I feel like we get over there sometimes. Yeah, they have. They do have the noodles over there, and they also have a – Say again? It's a big variety. Yeah, it, that's that's the reason we go there is because if you're not feeling like a burger and fries – and there's nothing wrong with feeling like a burger oh, yeah. and fries, but yeah. if you're not looking for that. Um, in addition to that, the dessert options are bomb. That's for uh, for a while they had the peanut butter and jelly cupcake there, and they, t- they tend to have a seasonal – I know I talk about cupcakes, all right? Get over it. So thing. It's okay. It is my thing. Um, their rotation of specialty cupcakes are usually strong. Like there's some good, good cupcakes. Also self-service drink machines. Yes. Very helpful. Um, I won, let's say con to this place or negative thing and why it couldn't get any higher on my list is that the air conditioning is never as strong as I want it to be in that building. It is, I'm always just like, I don't know, like their room temperature isn't low enough for me. That's true. I could see that. Um, okay, moving on. My number three is Pinocchio's Village House. Oh, house. Also in Magic Kingdom. Um, I think it has it's great. In, it's indoor, great inside seating. So in the air conditioning, it does have second floor seating. Uh, you kind of, if you want to, there's some seating where you can interact with Small World riders. And the one thing I like to get there is the flatbreads. I think the flatbreads are good. Okay. Something different, but uh, I mean, it's another one of those. I think you can get like burgers and fries and stuff. You know, chicken fingers or whatever. Um, but. I feel like the flatbreads is something that's you can't get that anywhere else in the park. Not that mm-hmm. I know of. So I think it's delicious. Yes. And if you get a seat you can overlook, it's a small world to wave to your people and stuff. Um, I went there a couple days ago, maybe about two weeks ago at this point, not to eat anything, but I met up with uh, the guys from the traveling husbands, you know, you yeah. may remember from my previous episode. Y'all are sitting up top. Right? Yeah. Uh, we did. Well, no, we sat on the, I guess the main level by the kind of okay. near the small world area. But if you like a, a, Full review of what they ate. Go feel free to check them out on YouTube. Uh, they are at the Traveling Husbands there. Um, I'm not in the video, but I did I did give them a line of a joke to say. So if nothing else, if you hear a bad pun toward the end of their review, that was for me. That's for me. Got to contribute when I can. Um, I'll keep us in Magic Kingdom and take us over to Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. I'm going right there. Listen, it is busy. It's loud. It's chaotic. And when I say it's busy, I mean it's like the top busiest quick service place on all of property. And it's one of the busiest like fast food places in the country, right? It is They're always long. It's actually V busy all the time. And I love everything about it. To me, it is like quintessential or classic, like Disney theme park, quick service eating for me, right? Like it's just, there's something about it that I love. What do you um, get? I really enjoyed the Tomorrowland theme to begin with. So they do pipe in the Tomorrowland area music into the part of the restaurant that does not include Sunny Eclipse. That's that that half of the restaurant, you right. hear the classic Tomorrowland music, uh, Tomorrowland area music. And then obviously there's the part with Sunny Eclipse and he goes through his, I don't know, 20-ish minutes of a show or maybe more than that, where there's some corny jokes and some music and some stuff and just a big old guy with little tiny feet playing his little Astro keyboard there. And uh, I love it, right? I just, I love everything about it. I'm also here for the toppings bar. So part of what I'm trying to keep in mind when I think about quick service places or, okay, there's the meal, but what can I add to the meal that's available at a toppings bar? And this has one that I actually use some stuff from it. One, they do offer the garlic ranch there straight out of the little container. You got to do garlic ranch, right? I did not know that. that Yes. Well, normally, like, I'll usually skip fries and get, uh, when they have green beans, I think they switched over to carrots, though. But I'll dunk either those one of those two items in the garlic ranch as a way to kind of avoid the, the fries so I don't feel totally bloated, I guess you could say. Um, and also, depending on where you're sitting, if you don't want to sit in the sunny eclipse room, totally understand, if, especially if you want to have a conversation with somebody. Um, but depending on where you sit, you can actually get some good castle views. You sit up against the window, 
um, mm-hmm. of the restaurant, and right behind you or next to you is Cinderella Castle. It's awesome. Like it's actually yeah. it's a really nice view, and uh, they tend to have some trendy items there, either like that Mickey sipper or even the Mickey burger that they've had there for a while right. with the Mickey stamped in it that has all kinds of cheese on it. Like there's just there's some good stuff over there. I feel like they also use that restaurant for any kind of specialty event. Like oh yeah, party, it's Club Halloween Tinsel. Party. Yeah, it's yes. Club Tinsel was. I mean, cra- yeah, yes. it was so lit. It was so lit. I remember Doug and I walked by and we were like, oh. what's happening in there? <laughs> oh, okay. Number three. So number two, my number two is Yak and Yeti local food cafe. Yak and Yeti. Yak and Yeti over in the animal, over, over in the animal kingdom. Okay. Uh, this is just an outdoor, it's another outdoor seating thing, but it's quick to get to. Uh, they do have mobile ordering, which I love. Um, and the fav- our favorite thing there is to get the fried rice because it's a really good deal. You get a lot for... It's only like three or four bucks, I think. Yeah. You get like a big thing of it. So interesting. That's what we like to get when we stop over there. Yeah, I've eaten there once and I got whatever like the sweet and sour chicken dishes before. I think that's something like that. It was very good. I've gotten yeah. it as like the quick service version, also within the restaurant, you know, in the sit down yak and yeti. Yeah, I've actually never done the sit down. Oh, maybe we we've should always, go because it's I know. It's only done the we've some only good done stuff. Um I'll take us oh, you know what? I'll keep us in uh, Animal Kingdom, it turns out, because mine number two is over on Pandora, in Pandora, on yeah. Moara. Satuli Canteen. Listen, <laughs> this is, an, I guess, like, to balance out my Cosmic Rays and Backlot Express, for sure I have to include the Satuli Canteen, because, again, kind of like Sunshine Seasons, it's not typical theme park food. Right. Um, probably, even though it's not my number one, this is still probably the best food that I've eaten at a quick service place yeah, in terms healthier. of quality healthier options yeah for sure. it's just good i never feel like gross or weighed down um after i have my yeah. meal here and there's a couple of different um variations to the meals but ultimately you're you're building like a a, a bowl of some kind whether it's a salad base or uh some type of protein or nicole gets like a potato hash uh, but typically i'll get the salad with the wood grilled chicken and the creamy herb dressing oh Yum. It's getting hot in here. Doug and I did stop. We did look at the menu, but we felt like the price was a little bit much for us for quick service. It is a little much. Um, I'll tell you the experience is what makes it okay for me for the price because you do feel a little bit more like a human because Mm -hmm. you're eating with real forks and knives and spoons. Like it's real silverware on real plates and bowls as opposed to plastic things or containers of plastic everything. Like if you know what I'm saying, like there's a little bit of a vibe. The setup in there is nice. Like, it's definitely cooler in there than it is, in, at least in my experience, than Sunshine Seasons. Uh, there's a self-serve beverage station there as well, which is very nice. Um, How do you feel about the portion sizes? Uh, I always think the salad isn't going to be enough until I'm, like, done with it. I'm like, oh, I, I, like, I feel full. Cool. Okay. Um, it's just good food. Every time we've gone there, we've had a good meal. I haven't had a bad Satuli Canteen experience. Yeah. That said, I'm not a huge fan of their dessert options, um, but I think they're like if you had to ask me one place to go in Animal Kingdom that's a table that's a quick service, this would be my first option for them. For I gotcha. All right, here we All go. Right. Drum roll. number one. I don't know what that's gonna sound like, but drum roll. Uh, this, I mean, this kind of sounds weird, but Sleepy Hollow oh, and Magic Kingdom. Okay. A lot of Magic um, It's quick. It's also outdoor seating. Uh, sometimes the line can be a little cray cray. I will yes. say that I got the right times, uh, but the outside seating at least is shaded for the most part. They have some shady spots over there. Um, I don't know what they're, I guess that's changing because they're widening the sidewalk over there by the yes. castle. So I yep, think yep. that's going to their seating a little bit, but, uh, we, we like to get the waffle sandwiches. So Doug is, Doug really likes to get the savory fried chicken. Um, and I like to do, I will, I will get both. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. I love the fried chicken waffle. I also like the Nutella one with fruit. So, okay. but those are the main things that we get there. I think now you get a side of chips. They added that, like they like, it went up a couple dollars, but they added a side of chips with them. And, um, so yeah, that's like our favorite one to go to. Oh. It's, our, it's our go-to. We'll just be like waffle sandwiches. You got it. Oh, see now I haven't been there either. I got to try it out. It's your yeah. number one. Um, meanwhile, they have the churro ice cream sandwich there, at least currently. Who knows? It may disappear any day now. So, sorry about that. Doug was really bummed because he loves just the regular ice cream sandwich. And and then they made the churro one. So, yes. he was like, that's a bunch of BS. Like, he's so <laughs> mad. But I guess we found out, or we didn't know, that you can get a regular one still at the ice cream parlor. Yes. So I was Hope like, is huh. not lost. Yeah, I'm like, deal. Let's go get some ice cream. You know what is lost? Your scratcher? Where did I put it? 
You did sneeze. I did and sneeze, and I made sure I muted it so no one could hear my boogers. No, there's not boogers, but maybe, boogers. Some, maybe some phlegm. Um, I'll uh, find it. Anyway, uh, my number one. Say what? I said, your number one. My number one is also in the Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Um, over in Frontierland, right? I was, can mm-hmm. I tell you something? I've been going to Disney a long time, and I still <laughs> have to think about which is Adventureland and which is Frontierland. Anyway. Over in Frontierland, in Frontierland, Pecos Bill. Yeah, I'm saying that yes. that's my number. Oh, I found my scratcher, guys. Everyone relax. That was the one that I kept thinking that I put on there, but I guess I didn't end up putting that one on there. So I love, yeah. I, I don't even know why necessarily I love the environment of this place. Um, there's a couple different seating areas. Nicole and I call the one room the romance room because it's like <laughs> kind of like a nighttime setting because the ceiling is painted dark and you're kind of like on this outdoor terrace kind of a thing. Like a plaza area thing. A um, piazza, if you will. A piazza. Um, and what I like, oh, I guess what I dislike about it is they're all stools. So you can never lean back. But to me, it's worth it's worth the back pain here because um, they have a great toppings bar. Yes. You can actually just bring in chips and make yourself some nachos with what's available at the thing. Because they have shredded cheese, sour cream, like a pico de gallo kind of salsa stuff. Um, you can really like, you can make it happen. Lettuce and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but the toppings bar, there's a lot. I love, I actually genuinely like really do enjoy the Southwest chicken salad here. It's To me, it's an A yeah. plus minus the uh, tomatoes. Um, and I load up with shredded cheese from the salad bar and their, uh, the spicy ranch. I can't believe, what is the Chipotle ranch dressing that they give you? Even though it's a packaged thing and it's not fresh dressing, it's to okay. me, it's just really good. I feel stuffed when yeah. I eat that salad. Same, same sure. type of concept. Um, like, I don't think it's going to be enough. And as I'm like finishing, I'm like, oh my God, but I don't feel gross though. I just feel full in a good way. Yeah. Um, so it is my number one, Your number one, my number one. So there you have time. it. Our top five quick service restaurants. Yeah. So let us know how we did. Uh, if you either agree or disagree, or if we left something off of your list, of course, you can let us know on the post for this episode on our Instagram account at that park life podcast. Yeah, and don't forget to uh, like and like and comment and subscribe on the iTunes or the Spotify's or all the things that you listen to our podcast. All the things. We would um, love to hear your comments. We would love for you to rate us because that helps us. Yes. Now we have one review out there, okay? And I'm not going to read it because it's you know people. Obviously, the point of it is to be public. Anyone can go on and check the review, mm-hmm. but I can't tell if they're kidding or not. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. If you want to know what I mean, go onto your podcast app, take a look at every review. While you're there, please take a moment out to give us a review. Um, but it's just, it's a little over the top is what I'll say. Oh, man. Um, uh, on the Instagram, you can find me at Lost Princess Printing. Greg, where can they find you? Who knows? Or you can try at NRG Adventures. Um, head over to that Park Live podcast to find a link over to our survey if you want to fill out or a link to our Patreon account. If you want to hear some backside, backside, what? Some backstage. Backside of some, water. <laughs> some behind the scenes stuff um, of what we do and how we put this podcast together and whatnot. You can find that yeah, information over there. The, the survey, it's, just, it's a short survey. It's not like we're asking you to spend 20 minutes and then we're going to give you like a gift card or something. No. It's, hey, it's just a couple it's questions. Short. We would love your feedback because we want to make something that you want to hear. Yes. And if, and if you think this episode is too long, blame the people who say the episodes aren't long enough. <laughs> it is their fault. And that's your that's your area to go uh, talk about that. I hope you guys have a great week. All right. Bye, everyone. And done. <laughs>